My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Welcome back, group. It's Britt here today from Podcast Rebels team, and I have a very exciting guest I'm about to introduce you to, Dr. Mohan Ananda. You guys, he is a serial entrepreneur. He is the founder and CEO of Stamps.com, chairman and CEO of Innovated International Acquisition Corp., and he is the author of Autobiography of an Immigrant. You guys, he's got a lot under his belt. I kept my part very brief, but I'll go ahead and allow Dr. Mohan Ananda to go ahead and really fill in those gaps. Tell us about his journey. You know, he has had a number of successes, but they did come with some failures along the way as well. So welcome to the show, Mohan Ananda. Thank you so much for taking the time of your day. Do you mind telling us about the journey and what led you to where you are today? We can talk about some of the failures that, you know, pushed you to where you are as well and how you went about those. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry for the phone ringing. <laughs> Fine, no worries. Thanks again. Uh, I came to America from India as a student uh, to actually uh, California Institute of Technology. I consider one of the best schools in the world. Uh, and then I stayed along. I mean, then I never left California. I mean, other than traveling around the world, but uh, this is my home. And I've been here for almost 50 years. And uh, I became initially as a, a, a scientist for NASA, and uh, then moved to work for Department of Defense. And I'm one of the early architects of global positioning system, GPS, which I consider as a contribution to mankind, even though it started as a weapon system. Now, subsequent to that, because I used to travel so much, I decided maybe I should change my journey and went to law school, became a lawyer. And as a lawyer, I started working with uh, big companies, medium companies in the technology area. Then uh, that gave me some uh, thought, maybe I should become an entrepreneur, I transformed into as an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, of course, I worked with, uh, I started a number of companies and many are, uh, you know, didn't go much, it's a failure, so I'll come to that. But some of them became fairly successful. And one company, obviously, which you mentioned is stamps.com. We started uh, uh, from the beginning. Initially, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of hard journey, but that gave me a lot of, uh, uh, information how to cope up with the difficult times. And uh, I took the company public and the company was very successful. And eventually after almost 20 years, we sold the company to a private equity for $6.6 .6 billion. So it's a very, very good uh, uh, experience. Similarly, I started another company called InvestNet. We took the company public, it is still in the New York Stock Exchange, the uh, ENV is the symbol. It's in the financial tech company. 
And I also started another company called Jab Ventures, which we took company public in uh, uh, London Stock Exchange. And uh, that company, you know, I've sat on a number of, uh, primarily it was acquiring, uh, investing in, in, in various uh, kind of companies. And I was kind of instrumental of one particular company called uh, RM Auctions. RM Auction is a classic car uh, auction company. We always have a yearly get together in Carmel. It's a very, all these rich and famous people will come and buy cars. And one of the cars we auctioned off uh, went for $39 million. Uh, that's a very interesting experience because this is, car looks like a, it's a Mercedes-Benz car, like a cigar shaped, but owned by Hitler. So the price went up and somebody obviously bought it. So that, uh, uh, that company has been now bought by South Africa, as an example. Then uh, another company, of course, now, we took the company public, uh, uh, which is the, the Innovative International, which is a SPAC, uh, Special Purpose Acquisition Company. And that we took company public in last 21 October, and we raised about $230 million. And uh, now we are in the process of uh, completing a transaction, acquiring a company called Zoomcar. Zoomcar is a, it's very similar to Airbnb, but in, in, in uh, uh, cars, not housing. And they are primarily in India and other emerging market companies. And we haven't completed the, the so-called closing of the transaction. Hopefully in the next few months, that will happen. And uh, so these are all the, the, the uh, successful aspects of the company. In addition to that, I have some other companies I'm working on. Is a, a healthcare company called Second Opinion Expert, which is uh, it's growing in a way, and I may be able to take that company public hopefully soon. So that is a very, very good company. Then there are other companies like uh, IGDS, which is in India, Innovative uh, uh, Endeavors, that's also in India. Then let me just touch on the failures. The failure companies are a number of them, but let me give you one or a few. One is uh, that we started a company very early on called Microsubstrates. Microsubstrates is a chip making company. What happened was we were a little too early and then we didn't cope up with the growth. We, we were almost 20 years uh, in, in business, but then plastics came that we were more of a, a metallurgy area and the, we couldn't compete with it. So we had to close down. So that uh, that's I, I consider as a failure, even though it, it uh, lasted for some years. Another company we started was called Amazing Hits. Amazing Hits is, was a, a very in, interesting company, uh, which uh, we were a little too early, meaning this was a renting streaming music or videos, but uh, 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 of course, in iTunes, if you take Netflix, all the, the news companies have become, but we were a few years earlier. So I went and talked to all the CEOs of uh, various studios, Warner Brothers, big universal, everybody. They were all interesting, but they did not want to 
uh, give away the rights. The reason was, for example, in the record companies, the records were uh, having about 13 or 14 songs, maybe one or two were the, the hit ones, other ones were just uh, added on to it. What we wanted to do is to bring the song individually. And at the time, uh, they didn't want to part away, but eventually uh, Steve Jobs came and iTunes came and took over us. But we were a few years earlier, so we couldn't sustain. Without the content, you cannot uh, really uh, grow the company. So we had to close it down. But it was a very, very interesting experience. Another company we started called Butopia. Butopia was primarily a, a display uh, company, meaning in the malls or various places, airports, various places with a large number of people come, you display in a very big banner, and then that became an advertising kind of a, a revenue generation. We, we installed in many places, but unfortunately at the time, this was also many years ago, the cost of the capital required for the display was pretty high. It's like every unit will be about half a million. Today you can buy it for 5,000, but uh, at the time it was that expensive. So we, uh, the cost associated with the capital was too high, but then we couldn't uh, uh, generate that kind of, we were in 20 or 30 malls, but we need to be in 2,000 malls. So we couldn't do that. So we had to close that down as an example. But we did raise capital for all these companies. So that was a good experience. Uh, anyway, so those are some of the failures as well. I don't know, I've touched upon everything you asked for. This, this is, is great. Good. So what would you say with other entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs that you know are going through some failures, how to keep going? What is your biggest lesson? The, the, the major lesson is you have to feel that you can do it. I mean, you, you have to stop when things are not right, but you have to be able to make the, the right navigation or turn to get to the right place. So the, the failures are, it will happen, but uh, you have to give enough time. To, okay, there are three elements in any, any company, the product or service. And in our product or service, the failures, those are good. But we were a little early. So you recognize when you're early or like when the metal, metal substrates came plastic and if you couldn't compete, you know there is a problem. So you have to kind of, when you are ready, you have to stop. Like in the utopia, when the, 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 the capital requirement is too high, so that's not the right journey. So you have to wait and find something else. So the product or service is very important. The second thing you need is the right team. You have to have the right capable people to run the organization. That's a, the most valuable asset is there. The third is the, the capital. Of course, capital will come if you have the right product as well as the right team. Capital is available, but you have to go and uh, make, make that happen. So the failures is, shouldn't stop you from, you know, but you have to make the, the right change at the right time. Right change at the right time. When do you know it is the right time? Yes, the, the, the right time is really when you know that that product is not the right product, then you have to find the, the right product or the service, which is 
the, the key is, are you making the, uh, some form of new innovation which really the customer needs? The, in, right. in my discussion, I always say customer is the key. And in fact, I may even go to extended customer is the God. The customer makes the decision. If you can satisfy the customer, you're doing a good thing. And if you are not able to do that, then you have to make the right change. Right, right. So Dr. Mohan, tell us a little bit about, you know, you're a mentor to many entrepreneurs. How do you help, help them navigate to reach these goals? If yes. you want to dive into that, I think that's yes. important. I, I have a, you know, we are developing a program called Startup to Scale Up. When you start, as I said earlier, you have to bring the, the right team together, the right uh, product or services. Then you have uh, this issue of raising capital. Capital is required, but you're not going to get the capital from a third party investors initially, because they are, you know, they, they have to know that you are capable of doing it. But you can do it. The way you do that, of course, you have to put some some initial capital from you or from your friends or family and pull it together. And you have to start developing what I call a minimum viable product, whether it is minimum viable product in the sense of finished product or a service. As long as you have that and see whether, what is the acceptance from the community or the consumers, customers. And once you have accomplished that and you see there is an interest, now you are ready to go and talk to an investor community, whether it is a seed capital, venture capital, private equity, or whatever the, the type of it. Once you accomplish that, now the, the capital people or investors will look at you more seriously and see whether where your journey will take, and then they will make the decision. But it is a, a tough job. It's not an easy job, but it can be done. People have done it. Yeah. And it's so important to get really crystal clear as to what that NVC is. Minimal viable. Yeah. Honestly. And why do you think it's so important to get that done before anything? Because that establishes your ability to, to actually do the job. That means it's not just theory. I mean, there are people who have raised capital, but theory, you just come up with a plan, put it a pitch deck and go. I think that that time is not that way now. People are a little bit more careful. So I wouldn't, I mean, it, it's okay. You go and talk to your friends or people you know and raising some capital, that's a good thing. But that's not a professional capital. What you need, the professional capital meaning those investors who are knowledgeable, when you get capital from them, the success is more guaranteed, but still nothing is 100% guaranteed because they will bring not only uh, uh, the capital which you need, they also bring a significant contact, strategic relationship, their uh, customer opportunities, their knowledge, all those things become very valuable. So professional capital is extremely important for success for growth. 100%. So let's talk about, you know, podcasts and how to start, you know, from the start, 
how do you make the business successful with, I know you touched on it already, but if you want to elaborate on from the start, how to make a podcast or a business successful yes, in your I, niche. Yeah, I think podcast is more, depending upon what your goal is. If your goal is to attract entrepreneurs and as a uh, entrepreneurs, it's not really an education, it's sharing experiences. But for example, I, I have lived through, and I'm writing a, another book, or actually I'm writing two books, uh, uh, the two additional books. One is more of a, a, a travelogue type book because I've traveled all over the world. So I thought I want to kind of share my experiences of traveling and learning how it transformed me to a better person. That's one. It's almost done. It, I'm working with my publishers to get it published. The another book I am writing, the title, I mean, I may change it, but right now, Small Steps, Big Dream. That's the title of the book. And the real reason that book is, it's more like a, a guidebook uh, or reference book for entrepreneurs. From my experience, not a, a professor sitting in the university doing this theory and providing, no. This is a book from my practical experience. Uh, what I have done without really mentioning just mine, this from that experience, I created this, that could be a, a guidance for entrepreneurs uh, for their journey or what they have to do. Not that it, it this gives everything, but it is like a, a reference, they can look at it. And of course they have to adopt to, depending upon the circumstance. You know, let me walk you through at least the, some areas of the book. You start with starting a business. Before you start a business, you have to think through why you are doing that business. What is the one you want to do? You want to do a software business, or you want to do a service business, or you want to develop a, a particular uh, product, tool, whatever, whatever you, and how is that going to change? Is that going to be disruptive to the current situation? How the user will use it and why they have to use it? What is the reason? You're... So you have to know all those aspects and convince yourself, huh, this is really the right thing to do. So it's a, it's a, it's a journey to, to start. And once you do, you come up with, a, you have to do it very organized. Everything has to be like a, in the book title, small steps, big dreams. So you know, like you're starting Uber. I mean, it's okay. Uber, when he started, he did not know how, the, how many people will be the, the Uber drivers in room. But he knew there is a concept, it's possible. And then pull it together as a, as a, a organized, uh, business, and you may have to interface with the uh, uh, lawyers, you know, regulatory requirements. You have to do everything properly. Like forming a company itself, there is certain steps you have to go through. Then, uh, like for example, how do you validate this product? Whether like we just talked about the, the MVP uh, thing and see whether some people are using it. Meaning you have few customers. Now you go to the, the next step uh, to uh, convince an investor, capital raising, how do you bring the capital? And then of course you start growing. When you start growing, 
you have to bring the right management team because you know initially you will be carrying wearing all the hats. You will be a, a CEO, you will be a CFO, you will be a COO. I mean, you will be a chief marketing officer, you will be a chief legal officer, everything you. But then as you start growing, you have to bring in the right type of people, those who are knowledgeable in the area, put the team together, and it depends on which stage you are in. So it, then, of course, once you become reasonably big, now you should guess that you understand how do you generate the public uh, funding, meaning take the company public. So that, that takes a lot of effort. Right? You have to have a certain growth level, but it is important to have that plan. So once you do that, and of course you can still further grow. And as I did, how do you want to get out of it now? So one of the ways, of course, it can be acquired by a larger company, then you exit. Or, or another thing I did is acquired by a, a, a private equity firm. And once you sell it to them, now you, you, of course, your part may be small, but still a significant wealth you have created. How do you preserve the wealth? How do you make sure that it, it's, it remains in a better shape? And also you want to, there are certain issues will come with regard to the tax situation, because when you make money, you have to pay tax. But how do you minimize the tax? I mean, you have to still pay whatever necessary. But if you plan it properly, you can save quite a bit. And also another area, how do you transfer your uh, wealth into the next generation? And there is also a lot of steps you have to go through to minimize the tax liability. So the, the, the book covers the whole spectrum starting to the end, and that's the, the, the theme of, and the, this podcast could be, for example, in that area, depending upon the, the which stage you are in, and depending upon the which stage that the users, they can kind of listen to, and maybe it will be more of a guidance, and the, the podcast would be more of a, a, a vehicle with which the, the information will be communicated. I don't know whether I, I just summarized. That's great. No, that is, it is like a vehicle. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time today, Dr. Ananda, honestly, to share your journey and being vulnerable and open about the challenges as well, because I find that relates the most to my listeners. Now, if you don't mind taking the next minute here to talk about what you've got going on, what you're focused on right now with the people you work with. Um, and sharing that with my listeners this way, if anyone's looking to reach out to you, they know exactly what you have to offer. Okay. I mean, people can call me anytime. I mean, you know, call me in the sense I have my, you can share my email address to anybody. <coughs> so they can communicate to me and I could be, you know, if I can be a, a, an asset in, this, in some way, I, I'm available. The thing right now I'm involved in this, uh, Zoom car. This is a, 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 a ride company or a rental company, meaning not uh, uh, just typical Avis or uh, uh, you know various Hertz rental car. Not that. Fact. What we are more of a, a marketplace company. Marketplace company meaning we have two uh, customers. It's not two customers. We call it two partners. One is a host means the people, those who own the car, and the other one is a guest who want to rent the car. 
that we are making a match through our platform. It's very similar to Airbnb. We have owners of various houses, the renters of these houses, and Airbnb is matching. And we are like Airbnb of the, the, the car industry. So that's an example. So anybody who wants to know, uh, participate, and uh, they can you know, uh, contact me on that as well. So I'm available to become a, a, either a mentor, advisor, and I, I sit on any number of boards, advisory boards, regular boards, and I would be very happy to, to help in that direction as well. Incredible. What would you say is the best email to reach out to you on? My full name, Mohan Ananda at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Ananda. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Dr. Mohan Ananda did today, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Dr. Ananda. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.